I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello. This week, I'm joined by writer, podcaster, and sexual deviant, Dimitri Wild. Get down on the ground, count to ten. <laughs> so I just said, okay, like, here we go. Such fun. This is Probably True, stories of queer life and even queerer sex. Please be aware that this podcast contains strong language and adult themes. It would be boring without them. So I'm going to set the stage for you a little bit. I was living in Seattle in 2016, and I was going through a really bad breakup. I ended up having to leave the apartment that I was with with my boyfriend at the time and move to Sacramento, which is like two states away. Crazy long trip, but it was kind of an ordeal. I was moving in with some friends and those friends ended up not being friends. They kind of kicked me out. I was like homeless for a month actually after that. And I didn't know where I was going. I was going through this breakup and then right along those sides, of course, my grandma passed away. Hmm. My grandma was very special to me. Like we were very close and she was getting sick of cancer for quite some time. So we knew it was happening, but it, it was a really rough time. It was a really scary, rough time. So fortunately, I did start pulling myself out of that. I, I got a job as a server. I got my first apartment by myself. I got my first car in like eight years, which I picked up out of a junkyard. I, I started, you know, I was doing pretty good for myself, but I still was pretty lonely. So where does a lovely 20-something-year-old gay man go? Grinder. <laughs> I, I was speaking to this guy on online, and he was very hot. He was, I was like, why are you even talking to me, you know? Um, but he was like mixed, half black, half Puerto Rican, um, super high. He had these gorgeous, like luscious lips, just the so cute. And he's super muscular too, which is like kind of a new thing for me. I never really was like into muscular guys, but I was like, yes, this is, this is perfect. So we were talking, he was telling me he, he was just visiting. So, um, I was like, Hey, well, if you want to, let's hang out. So he invited me over, <laughs> he invited me over to his hotel room. And when I got there, there was another guy there, but he was asleep in the chair, fully clothed, shoes on and everything. So I was like, I don't know what's going on here, but I was like, whatever. I'm, I'm not a judgmental person. I'm, I'm definitely a little bit more open than most. So I was like, whatever, it's cool. So I still fucked him. Like it was, it was great. Good for you. Did the guy didn't wake up? Presumably, no, not at all. Oh, wow. <laughs> not at all. He was out. It was, it was great. It was like this is, oh my god, the ass, the ass was amazing. By the way, but anyways, he was telling me he was a, he was a go-go dancer. And I was like, oh, of course you are. Like, you know, you're this good looking. Of course you're a go-go dancer. After all, all was said and done, I, you know, said goodbye. Um, a few weeks later, I saw him online again. I was like, hey, well, how about this time you come over to my house? Because I, I live alone. You don't have anybody there. And so, he, you know, he came over. Uh, it was a rainy night, though. So I offered to pick him up in my car because I just got it. A gentleman. 
a gentleman. Yeah. Even though he was only like four blocks away. Like I, <laughs> I literally like pulled up in like my shitty like Pontiac that I, I had purchased from a ju- that junkyard. Of course, two blocks away, the transmission goes out on my car. That's what I get for only spending a thousand dollars on a <laughs> junkyard car. And for being nice to someone. And, and for being nice to someone, exactly. That'll learn you. So, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm calling the tow truck, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm like literally two blocks away from your place. Like, what am I going to do? And he goes, well, he was really sweet. And he's like, well, I'll just come meet you over there. Let's go hang out at your place for a little while until the tow yard gets there. They'll tow it back to your place, and then we'll just hang out. So that happened, and, and you know, tow yard brought the car back to my place, and we were hanging in my living room. We were talking and chatting and things got heated, of course, and we were just all over each other and um, took it to my bedroom and fucked him. I actually think that he recorded the thing. Oh, my. <laughs> because it was very good. It was I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm a little bit more of a bottom now than I was back then. But I, I was definitely like, let him have it. <laughs> Can you share the video? I'll put the link in the in the show notes for everyone to... I wish I still had it. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. But anyways, uh, after everything was said and done, I was tired from the day, so I fell asleep. The next morning I woke up, my phone was going off. And I was like, what? You know, whatever. I thought it was just like my phone, like the light was going on the screen. So I was like, that's what woke me up. And I look over at my phone and it was an Uber that had been called on my phone. And I was like wait a second, like, how did that happen? <laughs> and I was very confused, but I was like, I canceled it. So I'm like, that must've been an accident, you know, cancel. I'm half asleep. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Maybe you kind of rolled on it and smushed it with your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though it was on my bedside table. <laughs> so I, I get up and I was like, you know, where'd boy go? So I'm looking around and he was gone. And I was like, okay, well, that's fine. Like, then I look over at my coffee table, which had my wallet on it from the night before. And like I said before, I was a server. I had cash on me usually. And I'm like, shit, I know what happened here. And I look over at my wallet. $100 was gone. Mm. Nothing else was gone, luckily. So okay. 100 bucks, fine. It was presumably that was like tips money. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So not great, but at least it wasn't money that you needed for groceries or anything like that. No, no, it was just extra. But so I was like, well, okay. So I messaged him and I was like, hey, like, did you take my money? And like, and of course he was like, no, I didn't. Like, it's totally in denial about it. And then he just blocked me. Mm. <laughs> I was like, wonderful. I thought that was the end of it. A few weeks later, I was walking home from work. And after that situation, I, I made it a point to start putting my money in, depositing my money in the ATM across the street from my job every night before I go home. I was sure you were going to say like tucking it into your pants or something. So like it was in the, the waistband of your underwear or something stupid like that. Exactly. I, I, I sewed in a, <laughs> a little pocket into my under, into all my underwear. So I could just put my, my money in there after work. Excellent. <laughs> Luckily my bank was across the street from my, my work. So I just walked across the street, deposited in the ATM, went about my merry way. At this point I'm walking to and from home to work because my car was gone. So it, it wasn't that far. And so I, I walked and I, and I get to this, you know, my main street that I go up and down to, to get home. And it, it ended up being like a very dark section of the street. 
And I was walking through this period and I had my headphones in, of course, which is not what you're supposed to do when you're walking home alone at night. The next thing I know, there's two guys jumping in front of me with waving guns in my face, telling me to get on the ground. Oh, shit. Give me my backpack. Give them my, my wallet, my phone, all that stuff. Get down on the ground, count to 10. <laughs> so I just said, okay, like, here we go. And gave them all my stuff. Then they ran away. And I basically, I, I was, this is the worst part was when I actually got up from that and I saw them like off in the distance, I looked around to see if there was anybody around. And of course I saw two people, maybe like 30 feet away from me, but they were in the light. I was in the dark, so they didn't see a thing. So I ran over to them and I was like, oh my God, did you guys just see those guys? And, and I just got jumped and, and blah, blah, blah. These took my stuff and they looked at me like I was crazy. I feel like people are so desensitized now that they just don't believe anything anymore. Uh-huh. And so I was like, like, can I use your phone? <laughs> she looked at me kind of like, uh, it was it was a guy and a girl. And the girl looked at me and she was like, um, I don't know, maybe. And she looked over at her friend and she goes, can he use your phone? Oh, wow. It's so chivalrous, right? And so the guy get, let me gave me his phone and I called 911. Within minutes, within like minutes, there was helicopters overhead. There was alarms going off. There was cops everywhere. So they must have been in the area or something. But I was so surprised that there was helicopters like that quick. Yeah. Well, they didn't find them. Obviously, you know, the, the cops said, hey, like, we didn't see anybody like they must they must have just jumped into a house nearby. And so I was like, OK. And you didn't see them. You you didn't get a good look at their faces or anything. No, no, no. It was dark. They were wearing hoodies. It was crazy. But, um, you know, the cops took me back to work and then one of my coworkers took me home. So, again, I thought that was the end of it. <laughs> it was not like a couple days later, Target called me. I guess they had ordered like $600 worth of Nike shoes and gift cards on my credit card, which is totally the not the thing that you should be doing when you stole someone's credit card. Like, why would you order gift cards? That's very obviously suspicious. They're going to they're going to catch that. I said, hey, well, where did those shoes get sent to and those gift cards get sent to? And they gave me the address to where they were sent. Guess whose address it was? The go-go dancer. Oh, my. The address that he gave me when I was picking him up from his cousin's house. Ah, the when your car broke down and then you had to kind mm-hmm. of... The one suddenly like four blocks from where you live. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I know. And so I was like, well, that definitely was not me. <laughs> they canceled the card, canceled the order even. And uh, I never heard a thing since. Like, you know, there was a couple of things that happened. Like, he ended up... Um, I guess he had tried to take out a credit card because I had my social security card in my wallet like a dumbass, but that didn't happen because I have shitty credit. <laughs> so they just denied him. And other stuff happened, like like they'd used my debit card for something and, and stuff. And it was just totally crazy, but the weirdest situation I've ever had. I never heard a thing from him. I found him on Instagram one time, but I'm like, I'm not going to bother with this person. He's obviously crazy. And he's also lived in a different state at that point. So he's jumping all over the place. It was definitely a crazy experience. And I mean, was it worth the craziness, the the sex? Kind of. <laughs> 
I mean, I, I definitely wouldn't, but I was half expecting you to say that you marched around and knocked on his door or something like that. Oh, no, I I, I thought about that for sure, because I'm like, I have the address. I, I know where I'm going, but I'm like, do I really want to like, like walk into like whatever person's house this is? And like, I don't know if they have guns. I don't know if they have crazy shit. You know, and it'd just be me. Just like, I didn't want to put myself in that in that situation. And I even tried to call the cops afterwards and, and give them the address. And I'm like, I know who stole my stuff. Like, but they, of course, they didn't do anything. After this happened, were you, did you feel like you'd been targeted intentionally because he knew where you lived and, and things like that? Yeah, so I knew he knew that I was a server because I told him that the first day we met. Mm-hmm. And so he knew servers carry cash on them. He knew where I worked, which was a mile down the road. He and his cousin lived right down the street from me. So I feel like he kind of followed my trails for a while which is kind of really sketchy. Mm. So he knew like my path home and he knew where I was going to be after work. And so it was, it was very predatory. This actual thinking went into it. And I, I, I did find out <laughs> this should have been a red flag from the very beginning, but he said his mom was a con artist. <laughs> you wouldn't bring that up unless you were trying to convince someone that you weren't a con artist, I suppose. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, wait a second. I think I know, like, you learned the tricks of the trade, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) We're queer. We're geeks. We're We're queeks. Superheroes, Star Wars. Broadway, Drag Race. So if you're super gay, super nerdy, or anything in between, listen to Queeks today. Wherever fine podcasts are sold. And find us on Instagram at Queeks Podcast. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You said after he took $100 from you that the sex was more or less worth $100. I mean... I did watch the video afterwards. Oh, wow. Okay. So there was a video. Wow. <laughs> so there was, yeah. I did get the video that day. I got my money's worth out of that, right? Were you not terrified that you were going to bump into him again with him living so close? I would have been looking for him around every corner like every time I stepped out of my house. Oh, I'm going to bump into him in the grocery shop or in line at the ATM or something stupid like that. That thought was kind of like in my mind for a lot of the time, but I... I've been through so much shit in my life. I just don't live my life in fear of what could happen. I don't live my life in fear like that. Even if I know that there's danger lurking nearby, I'm I'm 
just like, whatever, if they're going to get me, they're going to get me, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> That's a very courageous, I suppose, way of looking at it, like choosing not to live in fear like that that's that's impressive certainly or just a, an acquiescive <laughs> point of fatalist view. yeah like, it's like <laughs> if it's gonna happen eh. just, just go with it kind of like anal sex you know i have no response to that <laughs> <laughs> did that change how you approached meeting guys on apps <laughs> you would think you would well i don't know that's why i'm asking it it did for a little while i i was a little bit more wary of course and but then you also meet really good people like i met my new man friend on grinder i deleted it literally right afterwards because i was like i like this guy i don't need to bother with this anymore i think i think the feeling is mutual but yeah it i i definitely have learned a lot from those types of experiences and i hope other people learn from that as well what would you say you've learned from it well i'm going to take that kind of in a spiritual direction because i felt like I, I found myself a lot through all these types of experiences and i i definitely came into a different mindset these days where consciousness and making sure that you are aware of why you're doing these things and aware of if you know what you're looking for when you go on these things that's what you're going to find. Being conscious of the things that you're looking for when you're on these dating apps, it really helps. That sounds reasonable to me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm, I still can't get over the guy in the in the chair in the hotel room. That just so odd. Just dead asleep. He said he was his friend. I'm like, "Okay. Well, he was fully clothed. They I don't think they did anything. He was just I think it was actually his hotel room." Ah. Um and he was just hanging out with him in there, but but yeah, I was very, I was like, what is this dude doing here? <laughs> I would have been very cautious about how noisy the sex was getting. I'd be trying to keep everything as quiet as possible, being very gentle and very kind of timid with my lovemaking, just to make sure the guy stayed asleep. Well, as loud as he was snoring, oh, okay, I don't think that would have been an issue. <laughs> At first, yes, it, it was kind of like, let's be quiet. Let's not wake him up afterwards it's like well no he's out so we can do whatever <laughs> nothing's gonna put you off your rhythm more than someone going to going oh, what just as things are getting spicy that's not what you want <laughs> and you mentioned your blog let's plug your blog yeah um i'm on medium.com my hookup horror stories are on there my deviant's guide to sex is on there as well and then i i post other stuff too like stuff about art and stuff about culture and i have some more stuff coming out on there pretty soon i just haven't had a chance to actually write it out yet but i've got ideas rolling around awesome my podcast too i guess tell us about your podcast <laughs> a cosmic journey with demi and jay it's a comedy podcast about science and spirituality we discuss all kinds of things like aliens conspiracy theories government stuff and spiritual stuff like ghosts and hauntings is this a podcast where a quick joint would enhance the listening experience absolutely absolutely <laughs> excellent that's really good to know medium.com slash i think it's dimitri wild but you can just search dimitri wild i'll put the link in the thing as well and your instagram if you want to share that at dimitri wild uh, on everything at d-e-m-i-t-r-i-w-y-l-d-e on everything my website is there too excellent <laughs> and the deviant's guide to sex how deviant are we talking <laughs> well I, i'm not the originator of this idea but a sexual deviant is someone who is either engages in is curious about or studies alternative sexual relations and i like to think of myself as a 
all three. I kind of wanted to take that thing back because back in the day, sexual deviance was a um, thing that people used to kind of lock up gay people in psycho wards and stuff. And so I wanted to kind of take that back a little bit and give people the sex ed talk from the point of view of someone who's actually lived it, not the very homogenized version of what we get in elementary school, you know, and then that's it. That sounds good. Yeah. I think I'll have to go and learn some deviant sex. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And that's where we can find the video, yeah? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, yeah. Only, onlyfans.com. <laughs> <laughs> I have two books of poetry on, on Amazon.com. Um, one is called Bitter Blue Pill. And another one is called uh, Always Nothing in the Time of Champions. And you can find both of those on my website. Are they good? <laughs> I, I think so. <laughs> I, mean, I wasn't expecting you to go, no, they're no, shit. No, they're awful. But... <laughs> Just to add as a small addendum to this particular story, if you are hooking up with boys on the apps and you're worried you might be rolled for your cash repeatedly by the son of a con artist or something similar, there are lots of things you can do to keep yourself safe. For example, meet them in a public place and get to know them before going anywhere private. If you are going to theirs, text someone you know with their name and number and address so that they can contact the police if necessary. And if you don't tell people when you're going out and hooking up, then there's probably some issues there that you need to deal with before you're going out and hooking up. If they're coming to your house, make sure there's someone you trust within earshot of a shout for help or arrange some other signal if necessary. Or... Just consider staying home and having a wank. That's easily the safest of the lot of them. And apparently the internet's got porn on it nowadays. So I'm told. Anyway, however you're getting your rocks off, remember to stay safe. And remember that we are none of us alone. Apart from maybe for 10-15 minutes while we have a good hand shandy. Either way. That was Probably True, the multi-award-winning storytelling podcast created to remind all of our queer siblings that we are none of us alone. If you like what you heard and you want me to keep doing it, you can support the show at patreon.com forward slash probably true. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 